last time on Oz Hour. Okay, last time on Oz, uh, Dorothy leaves Bunny Burry and the rest of the crew that she's been missing from can't have a little camp set up at the where, where the little signs were at because they saw her tracks. And all of a sudden, of course, Dorothy shows up there and they all find each other. Hooray. Yay. Thank God. And then after that, the wizard like enchants the wheels to make sure they go in the right direction. So no one gets lost again. And he likes to talk about that quite a bit. And then we go into the... Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Oh no! What are their names? Not the, the the people that talk a lot and they go. They say things that are always saying. Uh, I don't remember their names. I can't remember their names, so I'm just gonna move forward. But they go to that place where they just talk and talk and talk and never stop. And then they leave there because they're like, "This is ridiculous." And then they go to another place with the the fiddler. No, no. Oh my God! The fuddler. The fiddler. The fung. Oh my god, I can't remember their names either. No, no, they're the the fuggle, fuggle. No, they're the ones that are. Um, they're like help, help, help. People are dying. People are dying. But then it's actually like the tiniest cut in the whole entire world, and everything's okay because they're just a bunch of like overthinkers that are overdramatic about everything. Those guys. So they go through those guys, and it's like, okay, these guys are crazy too. Let's just keep going. Ha 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 ha. And then what happens after that? Oh yeah. Then after that, they're like, okay, we're sick of this. We're going to the Tin Woodsman. We're gonna go there because we know his place and he's got a good setup let's go and so they end up going there they see him and they're like hi ha 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 good times memories happy um and then he gives them the unfortunate news of uh oz is going to be attacked by every single evil thing that's ever touched oz ever um just so you know where we don't have anything to fight against them so i'm just gonna go and give my condolences so let's go and there they go off to oz the end <laughs> and the scarecrow was there the <laughs> end <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to episode 33 of Oz Hour, the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of Oz. That's right. With the help of some alcohol, we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series. Today, we will be finishing book six, The Emerald City of Oz, covering chapters 25 through 30. We're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swine. And joining us, as always, is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. Good day, mate. Ooh. <laughs> oh, ooh. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I have to come up with something yeah. every week. And it's, it's not really always stressful. bad. <laughs> it's really stressful. Hannah, you just played Last Time On, where you recapped what happened last time on Oz Hour. That took you about a minute, two minutes? Stop. Two minutes, you knew it was seconds. two minutes. I reminded <laughs> myself when I looked at the clock. Two minutes and 16 seconds. That's inexcusable. It's um, pretty long. And For the information you got in there... Pretty also, long. especially because <laughs> there are very important things that I have to tell you you forgot about. Yeah, I forgot the a lot. first of which is that this show is called Oz Hour. You did say last time on Oz. You said last time <laughs> on Oz. And I was like, wait, what's that? That prison show on HBO? <laughs> <laughs> you also later called the Emerald City Oz. but Which is like Oz capital, but I, not 
Oz. I was being rushed. Uh, yeah, those two minutes just <laughs> really weighed hard. She's on been you. doing this for over a year, <laughs> listeners. Um, also, they're called rigmaroles. They talk and talk and talk and talk. The other ones are called flutter budgets. They're afraid of yeah. everything. Which How are insane did they names, expect me? Because then there's the fungal bungles and the yeah. Kimmy yep. combas and the <laughs> no. all the other there's ones. all of yes. those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes it hard. <laughs> so before we started recording, Wyatt went ahead and whipped us up some cocktails. Wyatt, what are we sipping on, sipping on, sipping on? Yeah, so tonight we are drinking the Water of Oblivion, which is a really just a martini with some Empress Gin, which is colored, so it's nice. Uh, this is a pretty strong drink. It is made of all alcohol, and it is a three-to-one ratio gin oh, to vermouth. So I'm scared. This is like three shots. It's nine o'clock somewhere. Everybody <laughs> sip. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh. mm, it's got a nice flavor on the back. It's really intense. Right? Oh. Chapter 25. How the Scarecrow displayed his wisdom. So <laughs> everyone's kind of like reeling <laughs> from the news yeah. of the sneak attack that everyone, they learned about in the last episode. Everyone's still really messed up about yeah. it. Understandable. They, they decide. Yeah. It's their duty to return to the Emerald City and meet their fates along Ozma, alongside Ozma. Um, They start out on their journey back to the city and make a quick stop at the Scarecrow's mansion just to say hi. Yeah, which was their plan already, but they're also like, oh, like being as he is the smartest person in Oz, like maybe we'll spilling by his place, get his take on the whole situation. Because like a lot's going on. So um, Ombi Ambi, actually, as they're approaching the mansion, Asks the Tin Woodman, he's like, has the Scarecrow received this bad news? Tin Woodman has no idea. And I'm wondering, how did the Tin Woodman find out? Do we know that? He Uh, just heard from Ozma. Ozma called him. Why didn't she call the Scarecrow? Exactly. Well, I think the Tin Woodman, I can't remember what his role is now. He's the Emperor. Well, he's the Emperor of the Vincus, but like he's, he's something to Ozma. He's her something. Well, I'm like, if... She only contacted the Tin Woodsman. Mm-hmm. Then, if the Tin Woodsman didn't tell the Scarecrow, then the Scarecrow doesn't know. Yeah, and that's exactly. true, actually. But yeah. the, the Tin so Woodsman well, but he doesn't, doesn't know. know if she was making her rounds. He yeah, doesn't know she could have called spoke him to her next. and she spoke to everyone else. I guess as well. that's true. But at the same time, I feel like they're part of a phone tree and it should go Ozma <laughs> yes. calls Tin Woodman, Tin Woodman calls the Scarecrow, Scarecrow yes. calls Jack Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Um,. Well, so Ombi starts talking about, he's like, well, when I was a private, I made a great army of Oz. Because if you recall, when we met Ombi he was the private, and everyone else was like a general, a captain, a yeah. sergeant. And they all sucked. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't do anything because it's not their job to fight. It's only his job to fight. Um, so he was like, I was great. Unfortunately, I've been promoted. Now there's nobody to fight this army oh, like, why is that a fucking rule? i don't agree i do not agree because <laughs> there's no war in oz no in one worries order, about war in, in oz. order to be a captain oh, there is <laughs> yeah you you should know how to fight in the war in order to be a higher up exactly um but the wizard agrees and he's like yeah you know the ozian army it's only made up of officers their job is only to order the soldiers to fight and not to fight themselves and dorothy is just like 
so hung up on her friend Ozma. Yeah. She does kind of like a non sequitur because she's just like, oh, whatever you guys are talking about. What about Ozma? Poor Ozma. Like, everything's going to be taken from her. Her, her life is going to be ruined. And Dorothy makes actually a pretty good suggestion for it's half of it. Interesting. I, I don't know about good. It's interesting. It's not. Yeah. Go for it. Well, she suggests that they use the magic belt to go to Kansas. Oh. To bring everybody to Kansas <laughs> where they can be safe and they'll just have to work. Yeah. And if they work really hard, they can support Ozma. So Ozma yeah. won't have to work and she also won't have to suffer. It's an interesting plan. I just wonder, like, why Kansas over anywhere in the entire world? Because Kansas is where her family was so poor they got forced out of their home. Yeah. And um, and she means like taking everyone, like taking She means taking a tin woodman and a talking rug and a gum pad. They're not gonna to Kansas. They're not gonna yeah. right. It's gonna be that thing where it's like, Oh, you take them this far, but then the soul's gone. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, okay. that's what I thought too, because that's the rules that were set up early on. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a certain doll from a China country who said if you took me to your world, I would not be yeah. able to move. I would sit on the shelf. But that's not what we get. At least that's not what is implied. Because yeah, it's a totally reasonable option for yeah. them. They're like, Oh yeah, maybe. And the Tin Woodman is like, you know, like I could work too, because like even though he doesn't eat or sleep or need clothes or whatever, he's like I just want to help Ozma. Like, I want to be able to support her if I can. Like, that's all I want to do. Because he has a big heart, which is nice. So, they keep moving forward to the Scarecrow's mansion. And as they get closer, Dorothy's really impressed by what she sees. (laughs) Yeah, Um, they all are. The Scarecrow's mansion is shaped like an ear of corn, which is not surprising since it was designed by Jack Pumpkinhead, whose house is a (laughs) massive pumpkin. However, Um, it is made of solid gold. Oh. Yes, the the corn kernels are gold. The green uh, ear is all like thick crusted emeralds. It actually sounds so hey. ugly to me. It it's does sound very cute. ugly. It's like that corn music, but also that was on the Tony flexing. Awards. It is very like mm, I'm rich, even though I'm on farm. Well, even though know, I'm just taking a gold ear. And that's frankly something that I'm kind of annoyed with the scarecrow about is because he's like. Ugh, I just hate the city life. I want to live in the country where I was born. So now he lives in a castle in a cornfield. Like, you're still living the exact same Sounds like life. the bunny. Yeah. Exactly. The bunny, yeah. the bunny. Sounds like everyone gets a little taste of, uh, you know... The royalty or yeah. the good yeah the good life and then all of a sudden they act like they're all humble and mighty no is, you want that oh, you want totally. the comfort yeah don't lie you want the comfort and the safety no one just accept it's fine if you if you give me a taste you'll never hear from me again exactly. however i won't say a word mm-hmm. i'll keep it Some, same something i never mentioned even though i'd meant to is what would you guys say if Aunt Em and Uncle Henry had to go live in the Emerald City Palace and then they were so bored that they wanted to live on a farm? Would you say, <laughs> you guys should be telling us how good it is and you're going to regret it? Or would you say, just put them on a farm? I've been annoyed with Aunt Em this entire book. <laughs> That's true. I, I kind of have been too. Throw them on a farm! <laughs> <laughs> so at the very top of the Ear of Corn-shaped uh, mansion... Is a statue of the scarecrow, and he's like scarecrow position, like he is a scarecrow. It's a crucifix um, on the top. Yes, of the house. it's a crucifix on the top. It's a steeple, <laughs> um, or a, a cross on the top of a steeple, and uh, on the scarecrow's arms are rows of crows. 
that are carved from ebony, and their eyes are ruby. And apparently, wow. from the base of this five-story building, you can tell those details. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's insane. I don't know why any of this is happening, but the scarecrow runs out, and he welcomes them. Uh, well, actually, right before that, they go through a whole list of all the buildings that will be destroyed. Because Dorothy's yeah. like, oh, Scarecrow would love to live here if he could live here forever. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, every building is going to be destroyed. Yeah. Hannah, Dorothy. Hannah, name so a place in Oz. Tin Castle. Gone. Destroyed. It'll be destroyed. So name name another. Um, that one village that we met the people there and then we gone. never saw them Yep, again. it's gone. Doesn't matter. What about another? Gone. Uh, the Musicker's House. Gone. Gone. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, he wasn't. In, no, maybe he wasn't Oz. It was unclear. No, no. He's Either way, gone. oh no, he wasn't in Oz. He's, he lives in. The he was on the road yeah. to Oz. Uh, oh, um, so does he live or die? We'll find he, out later. Yeah, because <laughs> I promise you, we'll find out later. Um, everything's gonna be gone. So Ombi Ambi says that once the Gnome King is through with Oz, it will become a desert, which is a gross way of describing it, but is so true. Like it is just going to be flat, parched earth. Yeah, and nothing left. We will hear that a lot. Flat, <laughs> parched earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. all those. Flat parched earth. That's my drag name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Horrible. So the scarecrow, like Wyatt says, comes out to greet everyone. He's really happy. He's really cheery. Yeah, he seems to not know anything is going on, but he like greets everyone and he's like, hey, you guys don't seem like you're 100% right now. Like, what's up? Yeah. So the Tin Woodman yet again tells the sad news. Okay. And the Scarecrow doesn't like it, but he's like, well, yeah, he's literally like. Well, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. That sounds bad, but uh, you know, he's like, you know, you shouldn't worry over things that like haven't even happened yet. Like, just like try and enjoy your time while you're here. So, like, let's not spoil everything before it's actually spoiled. Because we're not man, sure what's gonna happen. The Shaggy okay. Man loves it. He's like, yeah. that is awesome. That's the wisest thing you've ever seen. Honestly, Love very, it. Very pos- uh, oh, what is it? Pessimistic. Uh, optimistic. So the Scarecrow says he will join them in the Emerald City and do what he can for Ozma. And the Tin Woodman is like, well, I spoke to Ozma. She said there's nothing yeah. that can be done. She already said nothing. Yeah. And the Scarecrow's like, well, she may be right about that. But uh, the least we can do is stand beside her and die with her. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, Scarecrow, you just learned this information. <laughs> That's what everyone is actually on their way to do. Yeah, that's you know, why like they're feeling oh, the so way he made it his own idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why do you that's think everyone is acting like how they're acting right now? <laughs> everyone is walking. They've accepted the fact. Yeah, everyone's yeah. walking to death and the scarecrow's like, well, let's be merry and cheerful. And yeah. they're like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> actually... But he does, in this cheerful mood, as if nothing's happening. He gives them a little tour of his mansion. It's huge. Each level is one room. There's a banquet hall, a dining hall, silk with crows embroidered in black diamonds. It's crazy. Yeah. I also think it's kind of a pun about corn silk, and then there's silk hanging about. That makes but a lot of sense. But it's an incomplete mm-hmm. joke, so I can't tell. Yeah. Um, the Scarecrow tells him that each of the bedrooms, that the th- there's five stories, and each of the three stories up top have 360 degree views of the cornfields around. Mm-hmm. Um, 
anyway, they all have a light snack, and yeah. then they get back out on the road to the Emerald City. Yeah, oh, they okay. hit so the quick. Road. All, all yeah. we needed to do was collect a scarecrow. This I is yeah, him. he's wrapping it up. And Alfred Baum was like, "Fuck! I said he had a mansion. All right, the big yeah. old corn here. No. Big old no. corn. Big yeah. fucking <laughs> room. <laughs> fucking fucking silk. Yeah. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, on the way though, they. Stop by Jack Pumpkinhead's house. So they stopped by his his mansion, quote. Um, but Aunt Em and Uncle Henry are impressed of that. They were also impressed with the corn house. Um, probably more impressed than Jack Pumpkinhead's mansion. But it is just the hollowed out pumpkin yeah. still. But similarly, Jack Pumpkinhead, he greets everyone happily. He serves them several pumpkin pies to eat. Yeah. Because he doesn't personally eat pumpkin pie for two reasons. Can you think of what those might be? Uh, one, cannibalism. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of the reasons. <laughs> Two, um, it's himself. He doesn't have a stomach. Yeah, um, he doesn't have a stomach. He doesn't <laughs> eat. And also, it being himself is just it being cannibalism. It's just more cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. I didn't realize that, but I was also like, well, there's cannibalism, but then there's also cannibalism plus yourself oh You're like eating yourself cannibalism self-cannibalism looks like me Gross. exactly well that's like, what cannibalism is yeah yeah it might be no, but like looks no, no, no. exactly oh okay okay but cannibalism is eating another person you know eating your own species but what about eating yourself yeah <laughs> and also like yeah okay i get that so, that's an added layer so there is so a third reason that they, he didn't there are do three it. reasons <laughs> but they give jack pumpkin had the bad news yeah. and he's like oh well i guess i'll go with you to die yeah and so they get back on the road with Jack Pumpkinhead in tow, and they go on their way to die. Yeah, and the sawhorse puts it in high gear. So <laughs> they get to the Emerald City before it's even dark. Like, Twilight yeah. hasn't even hit yet, but they just put the gas Damn. on, and so they're there. And that is the end of Chapter 25, How the Scarecrow Displayed His Wisdom. And Blake, oh. what would you call that? I would call that straw-dropping drama. Can I, ha- I have a name? Yeah. And Hannah, what would you call that? Wisdom where? Chapter 26. How Ozma refused to fight for her kingdom. Okay, get ready to get mad. Because this whole chapter made me mad. When they pull up to the royal palace in the Emerald City, Ozma is out in the garden picking a bouquet. And she greets everyone as if Armageddon is not falling upon them. Dorothy jumps out of the wagon, sobbing. And she's like, oh, Ozma. She throws her arms around her. She kisses her on the face. She's like, I'm so sorry, Ozma. I'm so sorry. And Ozma's like, what are you sorry about? What's going on? (laughs) And Dorothy's like, it's the end of days. Of course, I'm like, that's what I'm sorry about. This is horrible. All that trouble with the Gnome King. Yeah. And And for once, Dorothy gets laughed in the face. I wrote that down, too. I said, Ozma pulls a Dorothy in this moment and laughs in her face. Yeah. Ozma is like, oh, I haven't been worried about that. At all. Like, I'm not I'm not worried fucking at all. She said, I'm not worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks but around, she around at everyone's faces, and she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, wait. act like a fucking yeah. royalty here and, like, protect your people. Totally. Ugh. I told you you're going to get mad. So she was like, <laughs> have you all been worried about this tunnel this whole time? 
and then in cartoon fashion, they all yell back, we have! Yeah. All in chorus. Yeah. And Ozma's like, well, if you guys all feel this way, it must be serious. How about after dinner tonight, we can all sit down and we can talk this thing out. Oh, my God. It has it's not like, a, like it's a, not like a talk a thing out. Yeah. It's like planning a tactical plan, like having a tactical plan yeah. to defeat. Uh, yeah, the greatest like, evils. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The worst villains of all time. Yeah. Uh, to me, it feels like more of a before dinner conversation. Exactly. Yeah, let's like, right yeah. now. Like, then let's eat. Like, I don't actually, eat I right can't now. eat. So they unfortunately all go to their rooms and they get ready for dinner. Yeah. And Dorothy is like being like for the first time in her life being super realistic about the prospect of death. She's worried about death. And she, she puts is. on her prettiest gown. She puts on her tiara. Mm. And she's like, this might be the last time I'm a princess of Oz. What? So yeah. she's I'm preparing. What happened to her? I don't know. <sighs> the, the I'll sleep when I'm dead. It's not yeah. her anymore. It left her between <laughs> Utensia and here. Yeah. That's not the Dorothy I know. When they shrunk her and made her big again, something got something left behind. Something happened. Her brain is still small. Oh, uh-huh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, but so while they're doing that, all the non-living folks are like sitting at the table waiting. And then we don't really get any details on this, but they all eat dinner except for the people who aren't alive. And then everybody goes to Ozma's sitting room, her private sitting room, where the magic picture is. And they kind of gather there and, like, look at the picture and prepare to discuss. So Ozma, or, sorry, the Scarecrow asks Ozma if the Gnome King's tunnel is finished. And she's like, oh, yeah, it it was completed today. Today. So it's Um, done. So, like, anything can happen at any time. Totally. Well. So what she tells them is that the tunnel runs under the palace grounds. It ends at the Forbidden Fountain in her courtyard. And she says, what we already know is that all that's separating it is the crust of the earth, and they can bust through whenever they want. So the Scarecrow asks, like, who's helping the Gnome King? Like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. And then we get the list of the Whimsies, the Growlywogs, and the Fanphasms. And Ozma saw today, this morning, that the Gnome King sent out messengers to contact all these groups and summon them to his cavern to you know prepare so that was this morning so, so it's, they're gathering yeah so they are currently gathering so the tin woodman's like ozma can you show us what they're doing now so ozma wished to see the gnome king's cavern and the picture changes and it shows roquat and what the ozites see in this picture is described by l frank Baum as wild and startling <laughs> Because there's a lot of things in the picture. Their little TV is lit up with the Chief of the Whimsies, the Grand Gallipoot of the Growlywogs. They're standing in front of King Roquat, and the gnomes seem nervous, and all of a sudden, this huge creature enters. It's the first and foremost of the Phanphasms, and... He the scariest one. Yes, he's the scariest one. He goes, he sits in King Roquat's throne. He sits yeah. in Roquat's throne. And in the background of this whole image is just the writhing hordes and masses, thousands of army or of soldiers of these people, these creatures. And the first and foremost is all eyes and hairy skin. He has his bare head. And he's like, hey, I want my forces to go through the tunnel first. 
So Ozma's like, okay, if you're quiet, they m- we may be able to hear what's being said. So everyone's quiet. They all lean in. And the first and fir- foremost fan phasm asks if everything is ready. And General Guff is like, well, yeah, the tunnel's completed. The Grand Gallipoot of the Growlywogs asks how long it will take to march to the Emerald City. The Gnome King announces that if they start marching at midnight, they will arrive at the Emerald City at daybreak. It's like three in the afternoon right now. Four, no, it's five, after dinner. Six, seven. Hey. It's almost midnight. At any, at any rate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the evening because they've already eaten dinner and they were getting into town before it was like twilight. Uh. Um, but uh, but they are planning to begin their way to Oz, get there before daybreak, and they are going to destroy Oz before anybody's even awake. While everyone's asleep, they're going to enslave them. They are going to lay waste to the towns, destroy the country, and again, make it a desert wilderness. And uh, the first and foremost, privately, is thinking how he wants to take... Or no, actually, he doesn't say it privately. He says out loud that he is going to take Ozma as his own slave. Oh, yeah. He says that shit out loud because in the Grand Galapoot, it's like, no, Ozma's going to be my slave. Oh then Roquat the Red, he's like, uh, we'll decide whose slave Ozma will be later on. Let's not fight amongst ourselves. Because yeah. if you recall, the mm-hmm. Gnome King was not going to allow Dorothy and Ozma to be slaves because they're nice girls. They'll be trinkets in his ornament closet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They'll be immortal and, you know, like <laughs> dead at the same time. So apparently um, not to some. Oh. <laughs> The, everyone agrees to let the Phantasms go first and in the marching line. And then King Roquat invites everyone to a banquet that's just going to take place until midnight when they all march. Yeah. Oh. So Ozma's like, okay, that's all we needed to see. So she like claps her hands or whatever, and the picture fades and just okay. goes back to that normal scene. You're going to be mad. I am mad. Because Ozma's like, they'll be here sooner than I thought. What do you advise me to do? To who? Who is she saying that to? The room. Everyone with her. There are people in this room who we actually will be told are in the room later, but (laughs) but weren't. Um, I mean, I guess get some advice. Why not? Yeah, I mean, she's already made a bad decision by saying, let's not do anything. Yeah, she already said, we're not going to fight. Tim Woodman offered his army, and she said, no, it's no use. Yeah. Yeah. So she's clearly thought about this. I don't know why she's acting like it hasn't crossed her mind. What what should I do? The Tim Woodman says... Well, like you told me not to repair the Winky army, so like Ooh. I can't think of anything. I have to no do. advice. Like yeah. you already told me I, not. I to. could that have sucks. trained and prepared. An My army. one advice to you, you already said no to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And she's going to keep doing that. I promise you, because Ombi Ambi, he's like the Munchkins and Gillikins are also good fighters, but Ozma's like, mm, I don't want to fight. Yeah, no one yeah. wants to fight. So no. What she oh. tells them, <laughs> yeah. What she tells them is that they have no right to harm another living creature or to make another living creature unhappy, no matter how evil they may be. Says who? God. Her. I don't know who said that to her. So she says, she says, and this is a quote, I won't fight not even to save my kingdom. Which is insane. That's insane. The scarecrow is like, right, right. So right, we're going right, to have to right, get right, another right, right. leader. So, yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, mutiny. Yep, yeah. <laughs> the scarecrow is like, I might point out that the Gnome King 
intends to destroy us all. Yeah, Does but, that and it? then yeah, exactly, yeah. The gnome king isn't playing by those rules. He's like, yeah, the gnome king, he's not not hurting anybody. But Ozma's like, yeah, well, um, his evil is not an excuse for like us to do bad things too. Insane. Which is still also insane. Kill them. Kill them with fire. They're in a tunnel. Kill them with fire. Yeah. So, exactly. All told, Ozma wants to find a way to save <clears throat> themselves and the kingdom without having to fight. And Jack suggests bribing them with emerald and gold and jewels and having them all go away. Which, frankly, not a bad idea. They don't really, I mean, they don't fully understand why they're coming to attack them. Yeah, yeah it's a fine so, idea. So, yeah, it like, could work. Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean, they clearly already think they can take anything they want from us. So that's yeah. Work. Which is a good point. It's they're, a good point if you already had good points in the conversation. <laughs> she can sh- shut up or she can fight. Yeah. Sorry, I'm mad. I'm, I said you were going to get mad. I got mad for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Dorothy, she's coming back to us with the magic belt idea. She's like, okay, this is a new crowd. I'm just going to try it one more time. And she's like, hey, magic belt, wish us to Kansas with emeralds in our pockets. Then we can just go to Topeka, sell the emeralds, and then live happily ever after. And we'll be good to fucking go. But Scarecrow likes the idea. Yeah, yeah. Shaggy Man, he's like, hey, I've been to Kansas. It's a nice place. Tin Woodman, he's like, excellent plan. Ozma is like, no, I'm not going to flee and leave all of my people here to suffer the Gnome King's terrible fate. I will stand with my people. Which, like, yes, I agree. But what's the difference in running away and your people being killed or standing aside while your people get killed? So the Scarecrow tells her, he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to stay in Oz with my ruler, Tin Woodman, Shaggy Man, Jack Pumpkinhead. They're like, yeah, us too. TikTok, who's apparently in the room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't like, heard of yeah. TikTok in years. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll stay in. I'll stay with Ozma, especially since if I went to Kansas, I wouldn't work anymore. So we're addressing that. So then Scarecrow yeah. and Tin Woodman and Sawhorse don't work either. I don't think so. I don't think they would. I eh. anyway. Dorothy's like, hey. If the ruler of Oz can't run away, neither should a princess of Oz. So I'll stay and become a slave, and we can use the belt to send Henry and M back to Kansas. Yeah, but Aunt Henry or Aunt Aunt M, <laughs> Aunt M, <Emery>. Aunt, <laughs> Aunt M and Uncle Henry are both like, you know, we've felt like, you know, we felt like we were enslaved our whole lives, like you know, with the mortgage and being like a woman in the early 1900s, being American. Yeah, so they were like, <laughs> we would just rather see how it turns out here. Like we'll Damn. stick around. Ozma, yeah. just like tearfully smiles at all of these people in the room with her and is so grateful to them which like yeah you should be because it's your job to make a plan yeah and you're actually not doing anything Um, so so ozma tells everyone hey don't worry i'm gonna meet the warriors at the forbidden fountain first thing in the morning i'm just gonna talk it out with them they'll understand we don't want to be killed yeah, maybe it won't be so bad. So Dorothy's like, yeah. Dorothy addresses the elephant in the yeah. room. She's like, "Why is it called the Forbidden Fountain?" Yeah, so that's something you've never mentioned before, Ozma. And yeah. Ozma's like, <laughs> Ozma gives Dorothy a little bit of her own medicine again, and <laughs> says, "Oh, you haven't heard of the Forbidden Fountain? Like, you don't know what that is." 
as if this is something we've all talked about and know. Right. And it's Dorothy not. does a little bit of posturing that made me feel stupid because of the way she talks. Because she's like, oh, no, like... I've obviously seen this fountain hundreds of times. I've read the sign on it that says all persons are forbidden to drink at this fountain. I just don't know why it's the forbidden fountain. I've never seen this fountain in my life, personally. Yeah. So. I've never read it. I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. But it's always been there. Al Frank Baum is gaslighting us. Yes, he certainly Crazy. is. We'll get there. <laughs> and But the fountain, it runs clear. It has a beautiful golden basin. And the water is the most dangerous thing in Oz. Yeah. They're like, why is it so dangerous? Ozma says, it is the water of oblivion. So we're going to collect buckets of that and pour it on every single person that enters Oz. <laughs> Emerald City. We're so close, but we're not there Aye. yet. Almost. So Do- Dorothy's like, what's the water of oblivion? Ozma tells her that everyone who drinks from that fountain immediately forgets everything that they've ever known. And then she goes on to tell the lore. Yeah. So now we get some new Oz lore from an unspecified time frame. <laughs> and um, she just says a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is said that there was a really wicked king. And this is actually a pretty brief lore bite. But there was a really mean king. He was terrible and everyone hated him. Glinda who has always been around, put this fountain in his garden and the king drank the water and it made him forget his wickedness. So his mind became innocent and he had to like relearn everything, but he only relearned the good things in life, which is very sweet. But the people remembered how terrible he was. They were afraid of him. He hated it. He thought he was a good guy, but they were afraid of him. So he made all of them drink from the fountain but then it was fine because they forgot how bad he was. They were all good. And then everything was peaceful. And That's then like the it's insane and terrible. Gaslighting. Yeah, it, it is, is super yeah, abusive insane. and terrible. But then everybody was happy and peaceful. And he put a sign that said, hey, don't drink here anymore because it's so good now in yeah. Oz that I don't want so you guys to ruin oh it. Forgot God. everything, relearned a bunch of stuff and somehow relearned that that fountain has forget water. So they sit in silence for a minute, and the scarecrow, he gets excited, and he says he has an idea. I wonder what that could be. <laughs> the idea is so good that the cloth on his face stretches in his yeah. smile. <laughs> Everyone is like, what's your idea? How are we going to save ourselves? The scarecrow, rather than answering that question, says, yeah. everyone go to bed. I'll tell Ozma my plan <laughs> yeah. in private. Are you joking? <laughs> I wish yeah. I was. Rather than tell people how they are not going to be murdered, enslaved, Why and like, laid waste to. Why is everyone being so, like, a... Uh, they're all Secretive. acting like it's a game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like, crazy. Oh, well, but I won't say this. I won't say that. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, the scarecrow tells him to go to sleep. He's gonna tell Osmond the plan, and he'll just see them all at the Forbidden Fountain at daybreak if they want to see what's gonna go down. So they all go to their rooms. They go to bed. Dorothy cannot get a sl- a wink of sleep for the all first night. time ever. She's not gonna sleep during. Peril. Bring peril, yeah. That's pretty insane. I've seen her sleep through a lot of things. She says to herself, Mm -hmm. are you ready for this? She says to herself, he's only a scarecrow. I'm not sure that his mixed brains are as clever as he thinks they are. 
because Dorothy's always like, King Scarecrow, the wisest gentleman mm-hmm. ever. But she's done playing pretend. She's like, yeah. she's like not oh, feeling that. Shit. She yeah. grew up on this adventure. Dorothy will not sleep tonight. And that's the end of chapter 26. How Ozma refused to fight for her kingdom. And Blake, what would you call that? Danger. Water hazard. Chapter 27. How the fierce warriors invaded Oz. So the camera pans through the earth and then into the Gnome King's lair. And it's his banquet hall and he and his friends are just having a big banquet. And it's going terribly. Yeah, there, there's not too much drama, but the Growlywogs and Fanfasms have had some quarreling, and one of the Whimsies choked General Guff until he almost stopped breathing. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, yeah. it went really well. <laughs> yeah, no one got seriously injured, and the clock strikes... Just a little scared. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of asphyxiation, a little bit of brawl, um, but when the shock clock strikes 12, everyone's like, oh shit. Time to pick up our weapons and get out of here. And the first and foremost is like, now we conquer Oz. Aha! Yep. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzah! And then they all go in the order that they wanted to from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. So the first and foremost, he starts marching his army through the lo- army through the long tunnel, and um, this is going to get a little bit repetitive. So the first, the first and foremost of the Fanfasms is like, my plan is to have all the treasure, all of the slaves, and to conquer and enslave the gnomes, the Growlywogs, and the Whimsies. And then the Growlywogs go in the tunnel. And the great or the grand gallopoot of the Growlywogs is sort of afraid of the first and foremost, but he's planning to murder him, take all of his uh like golden gems and stuff, and all of the prisoners. And then he's just planning to hardly give anything to the Gnome King. So he still has, like, he's not going to enslave and kill the Gnome King or anything. But he's like, they're not getting anything. It's all for us. So a little less evil. Behind them are the Whimsies. And their plan is to destroy the first and foremost and the Grand Gallipoo. And the chief of the Whimsies, he's like, I'll let the other armies destroy Oz since they're going first. But then I'll destroy them. And then I'll destroy the Gnomes. And I'll take everything for myself. Mm-hmm. So behind the whimsies are 50,000 gnomes with Guff and Roquat leading them. And the Gnome King is like, hey, Guff, like, I feel like these guys are actually going to turn on us and take everything for themselves. Guff is like, oh, really? Yeah, he's like, oh, you think you think these really bad guys <laughs> are going to do only that? these guys are going to do that? <laughs> yeah, oh, these are the worst people on the earth and in the world. Yeah. But uh, Guff is like, we just have to get to the magic belt first. Then we'll just quickly send them all back to where they came from. The Gnome King, as always, is fucking astonished that Guff has a decent idea. Uh, and he's that's, like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's now, nothing special. Now, now that you've it's shown not. everyone a clear route to where you live. But yeah, yeah, do that. It's also, it's almost was already their plan. All he did was change it from divide the resources to wish the bad guys away. Like, yeah. it's not even that different. But the Gnome King's quite pleased. He's a little bit relieved. And they just go and start marching. Yeah, they march on. They march through the night. Um, All the leaders of each army are thinking about how excited they are to destroy the land of Oz. Roquat, he like leans over to Guff and he's like, this vengeance upon Ozma of Oz and her people is finally accomplished. And Guff is like, yeah, like you did it. 
Goff did it. Yeah. But yeah. What did Goff do? <laughs> yeah. He did something real bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, he made a bigger problem. Oops. But pretty soon, uh, you know, they're marching along, they're making good time. And all of a sudden, the first and foremost, who's like thinking about something, I think, but he starts coughing and sneezing. And he's like, God, like his throat and eyes are full of dust. Like, and they're below, like, you know, they're going through this tunnel, right? Yeah. So it's like they're just, they're coughing, they're sneezing, like it's getting really dry. And they're like, yeah, they're just going to need a drink when I get to Oz. Yeah, they're same. Coughing, sneezing, mm-hmm. eyes are shutting. Yeah. And, everyone, and no one has they're, water. They're shouting back. They're like, Water? Does anyone <laughs> have water? <laughs> Nobody brought water for their midnight to 8 a.m. walk yeah Nobody which is great i mean everyone was drinking before they left i guess well that's why they didn't bring any water because none of them were thinking clearly yeah. yeah yep that's it uh but guff is like okay like has it been dusty like this the whole time and the gnome king is like i've been in this tunnel every day it's never been like this let's just hurry on though yeah. because this is fucking annoying they pick up the pace they march they march they march the dust is just getting Thicker and thicker as they get closer to their destination, but nobody's stopping and nobody's turning around. They just stay the course. Yeah. And that's the end of chapter 27. Ooh. How the fierce warriors invaded Oz. And Blake, what would you call that? Dust to (laughs) dust. I want to watch that movie. (laughs) Chapter 28. How they drank at the Forbidden Fountain. So... We're kind of going to get like a who's who here. So yeah. since the Scarecrow, Tin Woodman, TikTok, Jack Pumpkinhead, they don't sleep. They all gathered around the, the fountain pretty early on. Yeah. Then it's like overnight. It's kind of sweet because they're like, hey, we don't have to do anything and we can't sleep. So let's yeah. chill. They just have like some casual chit chat yeah. about their Lots independent of brain brains, which yeah. we've done in other books. We don't need it here. <laughs> it is sort of sweet, though. But yeah, yeah it's just it's meaningless. Everyone though. loves themselves. Yeah. Um, as sunrise approaches, Ozma joins them by the fountain. Um, and the scarecrow is like, oh, the enemies have not yet arrived. And Ozma's like, oh, they'll they'll be here soon. I checked the magic picture. They're all choking and coughing in the dust. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> she was like, I just saw them choking and coughing in the dust. She also was really quiet, so she heard them too. But uh, but the Tin Woodman is like, oh, there's dust in the tunnel. Here we go. So the scarecrow tells him that Ozma used the magic belt to fill the tunnel with dust. Oh. Yep. Dorothy, on M, Uncle Henry, Toto, Belina, they all joined the group by the fountain. Dorothy's exhausted because, as we yeah. know, we, she did not get a wink of sleep. She does not trust the scarecrow. Yeah. Dorothy looks bad. She's looking like ter- like her eyes are Why all, is no one telling circles. Dorothy what's going on? Let her, I know. Let her, let the scarecrow know. decided to keep it a secret until somebody fucking asked about the dust in the morning. I, I really know. don't get yeah. it. Well, he said, when I see you by the fountain, maybe I'll tell you. But True. I guess he didn't even tell them overnight. <laughs> Let yeah. the girl sleep. Yeah. So <laughs> then the wizard, Shaggy Man, Ombiambi, they all arrive as well. And Ozma shows them <laughs> where the enemy is going to be popping out of their tunnel. She's like, yeah. okay, so like, here's where they're going to come out. We should get on the other side of the fountain and see what happens. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's not be on top of where they're going to come through. So they just go over and stand and wait. And they don't wait long because pretty quick... The ground kind of rumbles and heaves up. It falls in and out jumps this giant creature with a swarm of eyes, yeah. a bear head, 
hairy skin. The fanphasms, <laughs> the fanphasms being first is horrifying. And I was thinking about this because they're hiding watching this happen. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that they weren't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my first thought would be, what the fuck is that? I wouldn't even care that we had a plan, but I don't even know the plan yet. I guess Dorothy doesn't even know the plan. Yeah. I would have run. I'd be running. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm out of there, dust or not. Yeah. The the first and foremost, he jumps out with some of the fanphasms behind him, and he sees the fountain. He goes straight to it. No. And he's drinking greedily. Yeah. Greedily, or, greedily. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, why not? No, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. He um, and his like warriors, too. Like Everyone is like, oh, a fountain, water. and then they see each other drinking. They hear it. It's sparkling in the like dawning light. Oh. It's great. So... All these phantasms are drinking, and then they just kind of stand there, and they start smiling vacantly. They're kind of just, like, looking around generally. Um, they, like, Ozma's dress is beautiful, so they're kind of like, wow, look yeah. at that. So the they're first... about to become citizens of Oz. So they're little babies right now. So That's all we know. <laughs> the first they're reborn. and foremost literally, like, locks eyes with Ozma, which, when you see a giant beast in front of you, kind of scary yeah but he just like stares at her and he's just like kind of like <laughs> because she's like she's a pretty thing to look at and yeah. he's yeah. a dumb dumb baby now um and this so whole next part is chaos pretty yeah. much the first and foremost he can't remember where he is why he came here and neither can any of the other fanphasms then the grand galley poot jumps out of the tunnel with all the growly wogs they see the fountain they go and start drinking before they can even satisfy themselves, like they haven't even finished taking big, nice, quen- thirst quenching drinks, and the whimsies are right on top of them, and they're drinking too. Yeah. And the whimsies oh have to take off their paper mache heads first, so it's like yeah. kind of embarrassing for them. Yeah, but they're, like, but they're really thirsty. And but yeah, they're drinking, and then they're like, you know, being all dull and babyish. Yeah. And then fine, well, not finally, then. The Gnome King and Guff come out of the tunnel, and they are dried out. They are just, like, they're having a bad time. Which, honestly, being in the back would kind of be the worst, because there's all that dust, and people are just, like, stomping it up into your face. So they probably are super thirsty and dried out. But they, Guff and the Gnome King run to the fountain Guff accidentally knocks the Gnome King over in the process and just starts slurping, slurping. Yeah. He's like dunking he his head in the water. He goes to town on that fountain. The Gnome King, being like knocked onto the ground, is pissed. Yeah. He, he, does, he forgets he's thirsty. He forgets he's thirsty. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. He gets up to his feet and he looks around and he sees Guff splashing his hands in the water and being like yeah he looks around at all these other fucking monsters around him Being and they're babies. all just like <laughs> the gnome king is like he he looks over he sees ozma and dorothy and all of them and he's like seize them go get them get them Don't get that's yeah. what we're here for go get go get them but all these warriors are just like little babies. They're like children. They're just kind of like, ah, bah, bah. like they have, they're doing nothing at all. And at this point, the sun is rising. All the evildoers are just like acting like nice little people. They're not doing anything evil at all. They're washed clean of all their sins. And <laughs> Roquat at this point, though, still has not drank from the fountain. Yes. Yikes. And what's important to know Where's is Belina? that he's, she's actually there. She's there. She is. She's yeah. there. Okay. Uh, where's her egg? She instructed, or sorry, 
Roquan instructed his army to stay in the tunnel until he sent for them because they were going to let all the big monsters fight the war and destroy the city. Mm -hmm. And then he was going to go back and send for his army to do what they needed to do. So his army is hiding in the tunnel. He knows this. He turns around and he's like, hey, gnomes. Before he can even call them, the Tin Woodman and the Scarecrow are on his ass like white on rice. (gasps) They grab him. They roll him up into a little ball. They throw him into the fountain and he just... (laughs) And he bobs (laughs) in there for a second. But then he's drowning all of a sudden. He's like... (laughs) He's opening his mouth to scream. He's literally a stone. What he's doing is he's sucking in water. So he drank from the Forbidden Pond. Oh my gosh. And then his screaming stops and... He forgets everything immediately. All the wickedness leaves his body. And then Osmond and Dorothy, of course, point and laugh at him. (laughs) They laugh. They (laughs) scream laughter in his face. And in this moment, they understand that all these, the main, you know, these big dangers that they had been facing are gone. So they're just just babies. Yeah. They just have a bunch of babies now. The Shaggy Man pulls the Gnome King out of the fountain. The Gnome King's soaking wet, but he can't help but laugh because isn't that so fun? Mm -hmm. And he wants to drink more of the water. And King Roquat's 50,000 gnomes are still waiting for him in the tunnel. So Ozma, she goes over to the Gnome King and she takes his hand and she's like, Hi, what's your name? <laughs> and he said, don't know. He Ozma's doesn't know. like, oh, well, my name's Ozma, <laughs> and your name is Roquat. And he's like, oh, is it? Ozma's like, yeah, you're the king of the gnomes. <laughs> and so she's kind of just hyping him up. She explains to him that the gnomes are underground elves, and she says, all of your army are in that tunnel over there. You just have to walk over and say, go home. And they'll just take you right back to your house. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, and yeah. you have a really pretty cavern. Yeah. So it's going to be really nice when you get He's home. So, so go do it. He's oh. like, I want to do it. He goes and he runs over to the tunnel. He's like, go home. The gnomes turn around, march on. And he is giggling yeah he he's like whoa it. he can't believe that worked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like wow who am i yeah, yeah someone just showed him a trick so he's like following the gnomes through the tunnel Aww. and just like giggling and after or as he's going you're they're looking around and there's still the growly wogs and the whimsies and the fan fans and guff is there and the wizard has to send him oh yeah after them he's like hey guff your your master just went that way. Just go that way. Just go that yeah. way. And like Guff is like, <laughs> yeah, time to go. Yeah, he loves it too. <laughs> but then Ozma and the Scarecrow chat for a minute, and then Ozma sends Ombi Ambi to go get the magic belt. So they wait, and he comes back, and she's like, okay, well, now that I have my magic belt, I'm gonna wish all of these people, all these strangers, away, back to their homes, back to where they go. Close up that goddamn hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay so all those people are gone <laughs> uh and immediately the whole host of invaders the only thing that's remaining is the grass that they had trampled in the garden yeah they were so clumsy like all the flowers are crushed and stuff but they are gone yeah. Woo! um and yeah. that is the end of chapter 28 how they drank at the forbidden fountain and blake what would you call that one a splash of amnesia 
<laughs> Chapter 29. How Glinda worked a magic spell. So, war's over. Yep. Everyone convenes back inside the palace that for was the easiest. a high five. That was the longest buildup <laughs> to the easiest war I've ever seen. Yeah, we usually get three chapters of war for yeah. a war that's been brewing the entire time. I mean, what about General Ginger, you know? Yeah. We had to have a whole yeah. thing for that. There's a because lot that happened. Well, the magical belt really ruined everything. <sighs> it's mind. It's so weird because, like, L. Frank Baum was doing like Elfrink Baum has given us way more detail in this book, which is something that I've criticized him of previously. <laughs> but now it's like detail on things that don't matter. Like I'm like, I know a lot about bread, but I want to know about the <laughs> war with the magical beings. Anyway, everyone convenes back inside the palace, and Ozma's like, "That was better than fighting." Yeah, she's like, "No one was hurt." And everyone was happy. And Dorothy's like, yeah, well, the most important thing is that all those wicked people have forgotten their wickedness and we don't have to worry about them anymore. The Scarecrow is like, nevertheless, I'm glad Oz is saved. Now I'll be able to live in my corn mansion forever. And everybody claps. Jack is like, my pumpkin farm is saved. (laughs) The Tin Woodman is like, my tin castle won't be demolished. It's like, this is what you were fighting for. Everyone shares you were fighting for your pretty house. So everything that you're happy to have still yeah. is what Oz, y- the most perfect place in the world where classism doesn't exist. <laughs> um, so TikTok points out that other enemies could come to Oz one day, and Obi Ambi is like, "Hey, why do you let your qu- clockwork brains interrupt our joy?" And TikTok's <laughs> like. Because it's true. Like, I can't think anything that's not true. I, I'm yeah. just, I'm a computer. And um. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. Uh, <laughs> but Ozma comments that she's been thinking, and there are a few too many ways for people to get to Oz because yeah. they can come there. Like, they thought the desert would protect them, but it can't. Um, that's just not the case. People can take airships now and see them, people can tunnel under, people can even take the ocean to get to ev and then cross the desert you know yeah. there's just there's so many ways like, johnny do it got across the desert there's too many ways to get to yep. oz so she is just very like we don't want this place overrun with visitors like we've been very lucky with the visitors that we've had we don't want just anyone coming yeah. here we want to keep the bloodline pure and the risk is ever increasing that people are going to get to oz like it's it's only going up so Ozma decides something needs to be done to cut Oz off from the rest of the world entirely so that no one else from the outside world will ever intrude Oz ever again. And the Scarecrow's like, how are you going to do that? Yeah, a great question. How the fuck are you going to do that? Ozma's like, don't know. But tomorrow, I'm going to go and seek advice from Glinda the Good. Which is a great idea. Because Linda would fucking know how to do that. how every book ends. I mean, we're right on cue. You got a wicked king? Find Glinda. You got to go home? Find Glinda. Dorothy's like, ooh, can I come see Glinda with you? Ozma's like, oh, all of you are welcome. Which I half expected Anna and Uncle Henry to be like, you know what? 
we're actually just gonna like be at the spa this weekend. <laughs> but instead, <laughs> we they were like, break. "No, yeah, we'll go. We'll go." See after Florida. everything that's happened, I wouldn't want to leave Dorothy like on her own only because like after what yeah, seen. like we just like lost her in the wilderness, got her back, and then like thought we were all gonna be killed, and then we saw and then kind saw of a war. Monsters. Kind of yeah, yeah. We definitely saw monsters. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would agree, be very though. much like Dorothy. Why do you like it here? This place yeah. is not like yeah. I'm in a I'm in a ball gown. Sure. But I'm running yeah. for my life. At home, all we had <laughs> was <I'm> mortgage. <laughs> yeah, mortgage wasn't so bad compared to this. So that night, Ozma goes into her room. She looks in her magic picture to make sure all of the gnomes are back in their cavern and they're not in the tunnel anymore. And she uses the magic belt to close the tunnel up. So you might be thinking, Ozma can use the magic belt to close the tunnel up and make it solid rock at any time. And you might think how there was a banquet happening right before they came and no one was in the tunnel. If Ozma was worried about hurting somebody, there's no one in the tunnel. She could have closed it anytime. She could have oh. closed it while they were working on it. She could have I, it regenerate while they... Please don't make me mad. Please. I, I mean, was having that right. question throughout a little bit, but I was like, I'm not going to ask it because the belt, the belt's kind of off limits yeah, a little bit with it that is, type of stuff. It you is. Know? The belt can only be used to make somebody really happy at their house. That's the, those yeah. are the belt rules. Can't help it. I, it's, uh, you know, and yeah, and... We went over this last time. We <laughs> cannot talk about the belt. So early the next morning, they set out to visit Glinda the Good. Everyone's in high spirits. They have a delightful ride to Glinda's house. After a while, they make it to Glinda's where she's waiting for them because <laughs> she already knew that they were yeah. coming. She was like, I knew you were coming. <laughs> like, I, I already knew. I've been reading about it in my magic book. Yeah. On M's like, magic book? What's that? Glinda tells her it records everything that happens, blah, blah, blah. We already know about the book. We know the book. Anem's new here. Yeah. yeah. I love this book, though. I love that it records everything that's happening as it happens. I don't know why everyone in Oz doesn't have this book. It would be really helpful. But either way, it's she already the knew the exact same magic as the picture. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Oz was like, okay, well, if you know why we're here, like, then, um, you know, I guess I'll just tell you about why we're here. It's because I want to prevent anyone in the future from coming to Oz, um, ever. Linda's like, yeah, no, 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 no. I know. Yeah. And she's already been thinking of a solution and she has one. I actually already knew you were coming and why. Um, and so Glinda's like, yeah, like, here's the thing. Dorothy, Henry, and Emily are here for good. So... There's no reason to leave any passageways into Oz open anymore, which means that all of the thousands of passageways into Oz have only been open for Dorothy up until this moment. Um. But she's like, well, Dorothy lives here now. We don't have to leave those open anymore. So she says, what if we just make the country invisible to all eyes but our own? And she assures Dorothy, because Dorothy's a little bit like, what what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) But she assures Dorothy, she's like, no, it won't affect us at all. Everything will be the same for us, but anyone who flies over or crosses the desert, when they get here, they won't see anything, which I'm confused by. Will yeah. they see gray blank space or will they yeah, see well, an ocean? Or I feel like if you're flying, you'd probably see an ocean. ocean. Desert, you'd probably like just not see Oz and you'd see more desert and like the magic would make you walk around it. Yeah. You know? But you can't walk they across the deadly desert see, anyway. It would they have, have to, to be see something because 
Otherwise, an airplane is going to land on the sawhorse and Dorothy's throat. Exactly. I was like, like, it has to be something that people wouldn't build something on top of. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't see the Oz is here. Therefore, I'm going to just destroy it. If it's the ocean or in the middle of the desert where they can't really, like, do anything. Use it. Use it or anything. Then, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what she means by invisible because Oz is on the earth with us. But... (laughs) Um, so those, so Dorothy's like, okay, let's make Oz invisible. And Glinda's like, (laughs) already did, because I knew what Ozma wanted, and I already charmed the country before any of you even yeah. got that's here. what glenda said yeah yes. she's like i did that this morning oh so this is pretty good this so is so far <laughs> so yeah. far it's the longest book of any of the oz books we've read and i just it just didn't need to be it doesn't longer. make sense why it is <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> why did they even travel there use yeah. the fucking mirror yeah they so. should they should mm, don't get me started there's too much there's yeah we're too not allowed we're magic. not allowed yeah. so <laughs> but say what happens well so ozma is like oh that's fucking great she like takes Glenda's hand is like thank you so much and that's the end yeah the last words in that chapter are thank you yeah that is the end of chapter 29 how Glinda worked a magic spell and Blake what would you call that I would call that nothing to see here anymore chapter 30 how the story of Oz came to an end that So <laughs> this chapter <laughs> the is the story of Oz. All of Oz. So this is this chapter quote chapter is like a paragraph. So I think we should just read it and Blake you you have the note so take it away. The writer of these Oz stories has received a little note from Princess Dorothy of Oz which for a time has made him feel rather discontented. The note was written on a broad white feather from a stork's wing and it said You will never hear anything more about Oz, because we are now cut off forever from all the rest of the world. But Toto and I will always love you and all the children who love us. Dorothy Gale. This seemed to me too bad at first, for Oz is a very interesting fairyland. Still, we have no right to feel grieved, for we have had enough of the history of the Land of Oz to fill six storybooks, and from its quaint people and their strange adventures, we have been able to learn many useful and amusing things. So good luck to little Dorothy and her companions. May they live long in their invisible country and be very happy. And that is the end of chapter 30. And Blake, what would you call that? The end. The end, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're done. Yeah, that's the end of the book. And we will never see Dorothy again. No. That's it. That was our goodbye to Dorothy. And to Oz? It's it. And to Oz. I don't mean, we haven't read all the books. No, let her think that's it. We haven't read all the books. I'm just saying. (laughs) Let everybody think that's it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And this was, in theory, L. Frank Baum was done with the Oz books. He was trying to do other things in his life. He did not know he was going to write eight more. Uh, yeah. okay. Frank Baum was actually He's trying getting, to move past. Yeah. He was getting a little overwhelmed with these books and he wanted to be done. I um, can feel that in this yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. And then there were rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time as we begin book seven The Patchwork Girl of Oz. 
please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Klobis. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.